Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host Sam, back with another episode. It has been a very long time. <laughs> a very, very long time. What, two months? It's been, my last episode was published um, October 20th. Um, I have not recorded since then. Something just stopped me. Something gave me a pause after being on a hiatus a lot of the summer because I just didn't have time. But um, yeah, here I am. Hello. Hi. If this is your first time listening, welcome to my podcast. Um, it's It's been a long journey. These last couple of months have been kind of spotty, so don't judge me. And if you do, so be it. Um, I wanted to just check in with you all and say hello and that I missed you. I miss talking to you. Um, I miss interacting with you, getting to hear from you, talk to you, um, just be around this environment. This is my safe space. This is my vulnerable space. And I'm so grateful for it. It has saved me in so many different ways um, throughout the years. We're coming up on we're coming up on year four. Year four. This is the longest standing venture I've ever had. And I'm beyond proud of myself for it. Um, I've grown so much since that first episode and episodes after that. And I wanted to just give you guys kind of an update. <laughs> another life update because, oh, don't we love life updates? But most importantly, I wanted to share and give you visibility on what happened or what has happened to me ever since I've set the intention on growth for myself these last couple of months of 2023. Um, So going back to kind of the premise, the whole reason why I'm here, um, summer of 2023, I had this revelation where career-wise, just like focus-wise, I wanted to be a part of more impact. I wanted to be a part of something greater than myself. And I wanted my career to match that or what I was doing or actively working towards match that. Um, There are a lot of multifaceted individuals in this world who are able to, and what seems like, able to do a lot of different things at the same time. I want to clarify that that is impossible. <laughs> um, that is unheard of. That doesn't, it doesn't really work that way. It doesn't work out that way. Um, but they're able to do a lot of different things in the spaces and times that they're able to do so. And I felt like I was living a life that was very cut and dry, very much like, um, you know, I'm doing this now and it's mundane. It's kind of, you know, the next day, the next day, the next day. And I wanted to do something that had more texture. And what I meant by that is in my field of entrepreneurship, um, I wanted to be a part of more relationships that were substantial. I wanted to make more connections as an individual, but also on behalf of my organization. I wanted to be a part of something really, really great. I wanted to push myself. I wanted to advocate for myself. I wanted to create more wealth. I wanted to create more growth and understanding. I wanted to have more substantial connections with myself, heal a lot more. Um, I wanted to do the work. And that meant that I had to surrender. That meant I had to break. That meant I had to rethink some things, unlearn some things, relearn some things, come to face to face with things. I had to do a little bit of everything. And that's kind of what I've been experiencing the last couple of months where I've been in this, um, this space of pure, you know, it's hard to articulate. It just, 
where have I been? I've been in this new horizon and, you know, it's kind of like when you have, you've been kind of, I've been doing this deep clean, if you will, within myself, but also reimagining everything and so many different layers to this. So one of the examples I'll give within my home, I had gone through this thing where I'm not going to wait until it's spring to spring clean. Whenever I realize, hey, I'm not gravitating towards something or, hey, I'm not going towards this or whatever, and I need to let it go, I let it go. Like I don't wait for a momentous moment to do so. Whatever it may be that it's just not working out, it's not flowing, it's, it's creating friction, it's not, you know, panning out that way, let it go within that space. Um, and instead of like trying to create, um, you know, a right time or trying to find those right times, no, the time is now, the time, all I have is right now. All I have is today. And so that's been helpful because the burden or the baggage that we have of like, I need to get to that. I need to sit down with that. I need, I'm not waiting for a specific time. I'm doing it in the moment, which has been really helpful for me, for someone who always feels like there's always something to do. I know there's always something to do for me. For me, I'm never one of those people where I'm like, I'm bored. If I am quote unquote, and I'm using air quotes, bored, it's because I don't want to do the things I should be doing or I need to be doing. I'd rather do something else. And so that's where that comes from. But, you know, within my home, I'm deep cleaning. I'm reimagining the spaces, the functionality. For those of you who don't know, I love interior design. I have been absorbing a lot of interior design. I started, I edited as an update as well. For those of you who don't know, my first YouTube video did not publish it. I didn't publish it because fear was definitely involved, of course, but also privacy mostly, mostly privacy. Um, I was able to record a lot of different things, which was great, but I just felt like it gave away a little bit too much that I wasn't comfortable with doing. Um, and I think that I'm going to rethink or reshoot, um, and do kind of a different style of shooting just to protect myself a little bit more. Cause I felt like it included a little bit too much background information. I would feel like I needed to explain or have to, you know, put together to give you guys context. And I just didn't want to go into that. So proud of myself because my goal was to, you know, record, produce, and I did, I just didn't publish it because my reservations around privacy. Um, and yeah, so proud of myself for that. Um, within my home, I've also been, you know, purging, just, you know, looking at what does this mean? My next chapter, my next five years, all those sort of things, because I found those things to be quite interesting to come to this other space where, um, you know, my future may look real different in the next year. Um, and I'm excited about it. I'm hesitant about it, but overall, I know that the time has come and it's important for me to be honest with myself about that and not let, you know, my sense of perfectionism and full put together, you know, ness be able to dictate what my happiness looks like because the expectations are unrealistic. So the outcomes are impossible. The, if the expectations are unrealistic, the outcomes are impossible, you know? So 
note to self, note to yourself. Um, let's, let's rethink some things. And so here I am doing all of those sort of things of just making sure that, you know, I'm connected in that way and I'm paying attention. Um, when I'm recording this it is actually a Friday, which is surprising because there have been many times in which I wanted to record content. I wanted to put on the mic and just let you guys know what was going on, but the timing wasn't right and it just felt forced. And I didn't want to come on here and seem like I was all over the place, um, which sometimes is natural and normal. Um, but I just didn't feel like that's how I wanted to just interact with you all. I'm still unclear, unsure about what things will be moving forward, but I just want to say thank you in advance for listening this far. Um, there's definitely more to come. Um, but I've been in a deep dive of how do I pay attention to my present, my world around me, and how do I participate in it in a better way? And I've been learning a lot about myself, about my family, my loved ones. I've been challenging myself. I've been pushing myself to achieve more, be more successful. And for some people, you know, the question is, what's the motive? What's the point behind all of this? The point is that I'm not done learning. I'm not done growing. I'm not done failing. I'm not done figuring it out. And in only the only way to be able to do those sort of things, I have to participate. And, you know, I'm here to commemorate myself really like this, this episode is about, you know, reflecting mostly because I find that, you know, we wait to the end of the year, um, even though I usually don't, but as I'm just recapping and, and bringing you guys up to speed, and I don't know exactly what I said moving forward, what that looks like for me. But for right now, if you haven't already spent some time with yourself or really, really just starved your distractions, I am begging you to do so. I'm begging you to pull all those things from underneath the closet you know, that you have been ignoring all the things underneath your bed that you've been ignoring in the back of wherever that you've been ignoring and say, where does this need to really be? What does this look like? Um, there are many ways that you can do this in different layers. Um, you know, I have therapy that I go to now every three weeks. It used to be every two weeks, but something I'm getting, I'm getting better at this thing called life. And I feel a little bit more confident because I actually went without my therapist. Ooh, how long? Probably like a month and a half, month and a half. And I had my woes, my highs and my lows. And when I got to our session yesterday, I felt okay. I felt like I, was, I had enough awareness of what was going on, what, was, what needs to happen, what might happen. And I felt hopeful and I felt really good. And, you know, talking with someone for, Ooh, I don't know how long I've been engaging with her, maybe a year, two years, almost every two weeks religiously. Like that's one of my non-negotiables for some people. It may be something, but mental health for me is my non-negotiable. I have to have to, I have to talk to my therapist. You know, it's very imperative to me. Um, I've been able to re-engage in, you know, old relationships with friends and, you know, just regain uh, momentum, um, figuring that out. I've been able to look at myself and what I contribute to my current relationships and say, what does that look like if I were to redesign it? What would that look like if I re, you know, reapproached it, you know, with now with all the things that I know, um, you know, the light we carry, um, you know, with our, our first lady, my forever first lady, Michelle Obama, 
um, the series that she did on Netflix was so enlightening, so funny, um, so captivating of just her putting these pieces together within her relationship, her career, her well-being. If you haven't had time to, or you you want to have time and think about your life and not how you serve other people and serve other purposes and you know are have additional titles, I really recommend you spend some time with yourself and just try to like sort things out a little bit and just stop for a second. You know, I'm on a social media cleanse right now, so you won't find me on Instagram right now. But that's okay because I'm here living real life. Um, I don't know when I'll be back, but it was all a part of the quietness, you know, the stillness that I felt like I needed in order to just absorb everything. And let me be completely frank with you. Oh, this made me make me emotional. It's been really hard. It's been really hard to witness the things that I have created, the things that I've overlooked the things that I've just ignored, the things that I've been okay with, I've tolerated, I've allowed myself to go through. And I never want that for myself again. Some of the things that I've gone through or I experienced within my relationships or just how I treated myself is because of inheritance of my family, my culture, you know, being of Jamaican background. We're really tough, really tough on each other, on ourselves. And it can be unbearable at times. It can be really exhausting um, to be in that perfectionist mode or that you're never good enough or we're going to withhold our love from you. Just You just have to know that we really love you. I don't have to tell you all the time. You know, less affection. It's been really, really damaging. And career-wise, I'm a very hard worker. I, you know, I'm finding pockets where I'm becoming more challenged and engaged and I'm enjoying that. I'm really enjoying that. And, um, it's caused me to push myself harder. Um, and this time around, I will say this, this window or this space that I'm doing this in is because of my own, my own curiosity and my own attempt to see Sam myself, (laughs) Um, in a place that I've never seen myself or I've always wanted to see myself in. And that requires being very uncomfortable a lot of the time and going with gut curiosity and saying, if this doesn't work out, if you didn't do it, it wouldn't have worked out anyways. So if it does, it's because you at least tried. And I've talking to people that I have no connection with whatsoever. I actually had a call today and it was life-changing, even if it was just the call. Sometimes the outcome isn't always what we intend it to be or we're hoping for it to be. It could just be the action in and of itself that could be life-changing. I have been rejected. I went to, you know, try to pitch for um, uh, Women Making Moves, which is my... um, my female founder group that I started and um, we didn't get the grant and it was a hard blow because those women mean so much to me, but I know that that sense of rejection was an option. (laughs) It was always an option. Even if I wanted to be otherwise, it was always an option, but it doesn't need to need the end of the story. It doesn't mean that additional opportunities can't come. I'm a believer that sometimes we need to have different types of um, flavors when it comes to the outcomes we're in search of or in hope of. Um, 
you know, in different ways. And we can't do that if we only get, you know, what we want out of life or what we're hoping for. Sometimes it requires us, you know, having to um, get told no or receive information that we don't want to have to hear to experience the other spectrum. Um, you know, when you are asking yourself or putting yourself through this, this space and time, my biggest recommendation is just grace and compassion. You just got to be fucking nice to yourself, man. You really do because you're asking yourself to do things, become things, behave in ways that are greater than you've ever done before. You cannot expect in any way, shape or form that these things are going to be easy or you're going to handle it you know, like you already, you've already been here before. You can't expect yourself to be okay with everything that happens. You're going to have setbacks. You're going to have shortcomings. You're going to have moments where you, you could have done things a little bit different. You know, I've come to realize a lot of different things because I've been able to take some time and sit at, sit and look at them. And one of those things is that regrets. Um, I always, you know, I even said on here, you know, episodes ago that I want to live in a world where I have no regrets. Now, the challenge behind that is that it's unrealistic and it also is just further predicating my innate want to be perfect. That means you walk into this world with no mistakes, no learning curves, no setbacks, no challenges. You just, you just know all the right answers. You just get it right every time the first time. You just have all that it takes. And that is the scariest place to be in because you're constantly living in a world of anxiety, of determining every decision and making sure that decision is right the first time. You don't get the do-over because that, that would constitute as a regret or a mistake. And that's unrealistic. That is beyond unnecessary, to be honest with you. And I've had to put myself in places where before I can overthink about it, because I am a avid overthinker. Nice to meet you. Um, I just do it. I just do it. I just don't think about it anymore. I just do it. And it may feel like I am hurting myself because I'm putting myself through something that feels wrong. Um, I'm actually freeing myself of that spiral in so many ways. And for those of you who know this, you know, let me know. Um, but it's it's exhausting. It's challenging. Um, you know, I want to be as raw as intentional with you all, only because I feel like it is the thread and the baseline of connection. And I am such a open person on this platform. I've told you guys a lot of different things in my life that have happened. And I think even in with, within my relationships, I am too, because I am my own story. You know, you are too. I am the one, the messenger of my story. I get to tell my story. And if you find yourself in a place where you feel like people are speaking on your behalf or doing things without your consent, it's probably because you're not speaking your own story. You're telling your own truth. I have come to terms with the things that I've done or the things that I haven't done or the things that I want to do. And I'm learning through them and I'm trying to understand them. And when I fall short of the places that I want to be, or I have a regret, I have to tell myself that I did the best that I could with what I knew then at that time. It made sense then. It made sense at that time 
And that doesn't mean that given that same choices all over again, I would do the same thing, especially with what I know now. I have been through a multitude of different things in life. And I've been in situations where I've had to now advocate for myself, especially more recently, advocate for myself, stand on my worth. And I was telling my therapist this yesterday, I understand what age brings more and more of now. And people who are older than me might say like, oh, you seem so much more secure within yourself than I was at that age. And I'm grateful for that. I'm deeply grateful for that. I wish that in some way, shape or form, we all had this. We all had this peace. And we were able to enjoy this. We were able to embark on this, you know, being that we had our worth, we had our pieces together, we knew what our mess was, we understood what was ours to keep and someone else's to keep. We understood that forgiveness was for ourselves. The guilt that we carry should be dropped right there. I wish that those pieces were were available to us at an earlier age. And I do my best to try to give that messaging to anyone and everyone that I possibly can because to live in this world and the world that I'm currently in right now where I am, I'm proud of myself. I'm so proud of myself. I'm proud of my future self. I'm proud of my past self. I've been having, you know, visions and conversations within myself about just previous versions of myself and who she was and what it was like to be her and what that meant for me and what sacrifice she had to make or what learning curve she had to experience. And it's such a whirlwind. It's such a whirlwind to be honestly, to be honest with you, to be in, um, when you start to reflect on your, you know, um, the space and time that you've taken up so far and comparing it to others, you know, in so many ways, I'm, I am in awe as a person who really truly did not embrace, um, celebrating herself until now. That's a, that's a long way to come. That's a long way to come from. And I, and I hope to continue to keep going. You know, I hope to continue to keep growing and I know that I will, it's just a matter of time. And it's just a matter of creating the spaces and places for me to be in that, you know, state of mind. Um, I'm always recommending and I'm doing the same myself is to be around places where there is love and light, especially for us who struggle with depression, who struggle with mental health issues, who are overthinkers, worriers, you know, have negative thoughts, all those sort of things. I know it's crucial to be around those places because sometimes that is how you survive knowing that you have something that you enjoy, that you can go to, that you can be a part of, that that someone's there. You can't always maybe count on their um, mechanisms to be happy and joyous, but they're enough of a saving grace that you don't feel alone or outcasted or, you know, further up to your own devices, which aren't unfortunately the healthiest or the best. And I hope that you look back at yourself and you kind of see, you know, iterations that are to come it starts with the work. It starts with the effort. It starts with the intention. It starts with the discipline. Um, you know, I find myself just contemplating, you know, different things. Like I have, for instance, I have Facebook still have access to Facebook. I don't know why I deleted it because I didn't really go onto it, but the last two days I've been so connected with it in so many ways. And I think back to the Netflix documentary 
on just technology and what social media, that whole point of social media is to keep you engaged, is to take your time. And how quickly when you are trying to learn a skill or you're fighting through some things or you're having an argument, how quickly it can happen. But then you're on social media and it takes up 10 times more time to be on social media than it does to handle anything in real life. Like this morning I was dreading like picking up all the stuff from the night before having my nephews and my stepson and my goddaughter. I was like, Oh, I just knew the house was a mess. And I was like in full on resistance mode of like, I don't want to do this. I know it's going to take me all day. It's my day off. And I get up and it takes me like about an hour and I like everything sorted just how much in our heads we overly like stress, you know, that cortisol is a killer. Okay. You know, that, that stress hormone is no joke, no joke if it's put in the wrong devices. And recently I've been trying to have really good stress, um, because that is healthier for you. And it's been helpful. It's been helpful to feel grounded that's the word that I've been feeling lately. When people ask me, I've been feeling really grounded. And in order to feel really grounded, you have to starve your distractions. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to get the help that you need or the support you need, especially right now during the holiday season. Um, this window right now from Christmas to Thanksgiving is the highest rate of suicide. And for those of you who also have survived suicide, um, we got to love on ourselves. We got to give ourselves the space and the place to be in helpful, wholehearted situations. And whether that be a church or that'll be a work community or a new group, something to look forward to, something to get to the next day, something to be able to be proud of. Thank God for another opportunity, whatever that may look like. But we have to be intentional with ourselves and know where we're at and where we're headed and also celebrate ourselves if we come a long way because it's easy to say like, you know, that was then, this was now. But remember that version of you is still there. It may be underneath you know, new layers and stuff like that, but it's still there. And honoring that person is so important. You know, in my last couple episodes, I talked about my let go ceremony. And I think that was a part of me acknowledging and welcoming the change that I wanted to see within myself. And it's rippled. It has a ripple effect. It's, it definitely affected a lot of different things in my life, but it's for the good overall that I am in a space where, you know, being grounded, being secure, being, um, understanding where I'm at now and where I'm headed just feels, I feel more connected with myself. I feel more connected with myself and I'm grateful for that because I didn't have those learnings before. And now that I do, I want to make sure that I tie that into everything that I do. And I, I promote that as well too, to others, because I want to model that for myself, you know, my younger self, shout out to her, shout out to baby Sam, um, and future selves, you know, and let them know, like, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for all that's mine. And this momentum that I have comes from confidence that I built through doing small things. So if you feel like, you know what, Sam, you seem like you're so radiant and you have so many, you know, less fears than I do, start with the little things, start with organizing, you know, your junk drawer, start with, you know, organizing your files on your computer, um, start with organizing your room, start with organizing your closet or the main things that you wear, letting go of the things that no longer fit you. 
that's still a work in progress. Um, letting go of the things that you just don't gravitate and gra- gravitate to anymore. So you can allow for things that are more aligned with you to come into your life. Just that piece. I know it's Mercury retrograde and it's still kicking my ass. So don't, don't feel alone. Cause I'm very much with you on that one. But my, my, my motto is to get through it. Like I'm not here to just hang out. We're not hanging out in this, in this stage of life. We're getting through it and we're getting through it in a gracious way. We're being, you know, living our soft life. We are taking our breaks. We are resting, honey, because that's what I'm about to do after this episode. But we are resting and we are grateful. We are doing our best. And I hope that you are. And I just, I just want to say thank you in advance, even if you don't know me, which most of you don't, um, or those who feel like you know me, you, you know a lot about me, actually, if you've listened to a couple of these episodes. So just thank you for rocking with me. And I look forward to chatting with you guys in my next episode. Remember, as always, I am rooting for you.